Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. One day trades. Three cents a share. That's $3. You cheap and one plays scratch-offs. When we go to gamble, we go to lose. If they still work here, you can bet they're in the Ben. Vinny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney back here on 105.7 The Fan. Cordell Woodland in for Bob here with Vinny Serrato. Quick draw McGraw behind the glass. It's Vinny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan. On this Feature Artist Friday, we're playing the Beach Boys all the way up until 2 o'clock. Joining us right now from the Baltimore Sun, he covers the Baltimore Ravens. We got my guy, Childs Walker. What's going on, Childs? What's up, Cordell? How you doing? Not bad, man. Appreciate you making some time for us today. 53-man roster was put out earlier this week. As we heard in the update, a couple of changes, a couple of guys going to IR, some guys returning to practice squad, and some guys returning and joining the active roster. Were there any surprises for you uh, with the initial 53-man? Surprises with the initial 53. um, I guess nothing nothing really shocked me in the end. I mean, you know, probably probably the one guy that we – a lot of us had not being on that ultimately ended up on was Ben Cleveland, but Mm – that, that made sense, really, because, I mean, I, I, I think ultimately, based on the preseason, they probably weren't convinced that they could just throw Salah into a game if they, if they needed somebody to, to, to play guard. Whereas Ben Cleveland, you know, whatever reservations you have about his consistency over the years, his practice performance, he's kind of shown that if you, if you drop him into a game, he's, he's not going to be a disaster. And, you know, that gives him a little, little extra layer of security to, to have him there. So. So that made sense, and they, and they kind of ended up, you know, being able to have their cake and eat it too because I think Mustafer was the guy they probably would have kept instead of him, and they're able to get him back on the practice squad anyway. So, I mean, I think that, that all probably worked out the way they wanted it to. So, so honestly, no. I mean, I, I can't say that anything about the 53 really shocked me, nor, nor did those the, the three moves. They, they kind of made the, the handshake moves, the, the, the guys they brought back yesterday. Now, it seems to me, Childs, that they're going to keep three quarterbacks throughout because – I'm guessing Josh Johnson's going to be the backup, and then once he plays that first game, they own him. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's I I, I guess that's the one thing where I, I don't entirely understand the the machinations that went into that. Like, why why did they need Josh Johnson to be on the 53 as opposed to adding him to the practice squad? I mean, you wouldn't you wouldn't think that another team would have swooped in and taken him. I mean, you know, it certainly makes sense to have all three of them around for, for the first few weeks because they don't know if Tyler Huntley would be even available to play in, in week one. I, I, I don't think that's a given. I mean, we haven't seen him back at practice yet. 
um, though he did do a little more uh, the, the, the last day before their, their kind of mini break here. Um, but it, that did seem like an unresolved competition in the preseason. You know, there's obviously there's some people in the building, I think, who, who do probably prefer Josh Johnson, think he's maybe a little more reliable. So I, I, I kind of think you're right now. And, and, and I don't know how it's ultimately going to shake out. Who's, who's going to be the number two, say, later in the season if they have to go to somebody. For me, I would, I would still go to Huntley. I mean, you know, he, he to me has, has, you know, more upside because of the athletic ability and so a more, more track record with this team. But I don't think that's a resolved issue. And I'm not sure that John Harbaugh sees it that way at all. We're talking to Charles Walker from the Baltimore Sun is Vinny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan. And Charles, we talked a little earlier uh, today about this defense and we know what's going on in that cornerback room. Uh, the pass rush is still a little bit of a question. Are you worried at all about this defense that we expected to be kind of the strong point of this team to start the year? Do you feel do you still feel like this defense can kind of be leaned on to start the year? Yeah, I think you have to be a little bit worried. I mean, I, you know what 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 I what I wrote and and kind of summing up the 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 last five weeks is that you know the things you would have been most worried about going into camp are the things you're still the most worried about, which is probably yeah. probably yeah. not where you want to be, right? Yeah. I mean, it's uh, you know obviously the the worries about cornerback depth, depth were greatly exacerbated when you know the, the the most indispensable player on the defense is, is lost for at least a few weeks, Marlon Humphrey. And that sort of pushes everybody forward into a role you, you might not want them to be in. I mean, I think they probably picked up the, the best guys they could at the time that they did. I mean, you know, I, I, Millette could be a solid player in, in the slot. And I think Darby was probably the best outside guy available, even though there's injury questions there. Uh, but I, I don't know that you are thrilled to have those guys starting in, in week one. And then you look at the pass rush. I mean, you know, the alarm bells have gone off with, with Jabo, I think, for, for – I mean, you know, we, we still have to give him room to show what he can do in, in real games. But, I mean, there, there was some concerning stuff, in, you know, with his inability to get, get off blocks in the preseason. And he played a good bit in the preseason. Obviously, obviously played more than really anybody else you would expect to be a starter-level player. So, so, yeah, I mean, I think you're, you're concerned in both those areas. You know, I, I think Clowney, you know, we've talked about, I think was, was a solid move for them, especially at the price. But, you know, he may end up having to play more than he oh, or yeah. they would have thought when they made the agreement. So, I mean, you know, it's – Everybody's kind of stretched probably a little more than you want him to be at this point in the season. Child, who's going to start a corner against Houston? I think it's going to be, I, I think it's going to be Darby and, and Yasin on, on the outside. And uh, I think probably our Darius Washington first man up in the slot. Although I think you'll see Hamilton in the slot a good bit too. Yeah. Uh, Charles, let's go to the offense for a second. Odell Beckham, when he was signed, you know, that was kind of the talk of the town. He was the most expensive free agent wide receiver on the market this past offseason. Where are your thoughts on Odell today based off of where they were when they initially signed him? I kind of think that that whole thing couldn't have gone better, at least to this point. Now, there's a huge there's a huge caveat there to say, you know, can can he stay healthy week to week during the season? We, Mm -hmm. we, We don't know that. That was always the biggest question. But to this point, I think he's basically hit every checkpoint you want him to hit. I mean, he was he was he was a regular participant throughout training camp. You know, looked good on, on, almost the whole time. You know, both physically and in terms of you know you, you you saw that extra little bit of craft that he has in in, in, in beating yeah. guys on, on the outside when the ball's in the air. I mean, they don't they don't necessarily have anybody else who 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 does that on the level that he can do it. Um, and also, there's all sorts of intangible effects that he's had. I mean, we've 
we've talked about he already has a connection with with the fans. We saw that throughout throughout training camp. He he seems to have a real connection with with Lamar, you know, and 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 I, I have to think that that was always baked into the 15 million was that they thought they thought that relationship would help them a get Lamar back and b you know get Lamar locked into everything they're trying to do. And all those things certainly seem to be working for the time being. All the younger receivers love him, you know. Harbaugh, he and Harbaugh seem to have a, have a, a strong relationship. So, I mean, I, honestly, as I said, to this point, before we really have to judge him on the games, you know, you got to be thrilled with how it's gone. Hey, Childs, from what we've seen thus far, your impression of the offense? Uh, it's a good question. I think, I think that's the – obviously, it's the most intriguing question about the team overall. And I think it's still really hard to answer. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, I, 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 think, I think the general stuff is – kind of what we expected. I mean, we're going to see, we're going to see more 11 personnel. We're going to see more tempo. They're going to be more spread out. I mean, we, we, we saw all that in the preseason, but until you have the, the real guys in there doing it together against live competition, I, I, I assume it's going to be a, a little rocky at times in the first, in the first few weeks. I, I, you know, I look, do I think they'll lose to Houston? No, no, I don't. But I mean, do I think they're going to come out just, you know, guns a blazing? No. I mean, I think, I think there are going to be stops and starts with it. I mean, anytime you have, Guys, even guys of that quality, you know, learning on the job, I, there's, there's, there's going to be stuff and starts. So I, I don't think it's going to be 100% seamless. And I think that's going to make for a fascinating September, frankly. I mean, it, to me, it's the, most, it's the most interesting September we've seen around here in, in, in several years. Charles, great stuff as always, man. Appreciate you making some time for us today. We'll talk to you again later on this season. Thanks, Charles. Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. Yep. Yes, sir. Coming up next here on Vinny and Haney, we'll get to the whip around. College football took over last night. Got some Big Ten action Mm -hmm. in week one as well. We'll get to all of that next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Here on the fan. Vinny and Hades with. Brought to you by Box Hill Pizzeria and Crab Cakes. The best crab cakes in Harford County. 1057 The Fan. Please snap. Vinny and Haney back here on 105.7 The Fan. That audio you just heard, courtesy of Fox. Minnesota gets the 13-10 win over the Nebraska Cornhuskers last night. Big 10 action underway in college football. It's Vinny and Haney right here on 105.7 The Fan. Cordell in for Bob. It's the whip around. And Vinny, your Gophers went out there, stole one from the Cornhuskers. Oh, they ever. They, they, that was, they, they robbed them. I mean, the Nebraska Huskers didn't gave want it. To it. Them. Yeah, they didn't they want it. They gave it to him. And Matt Rule would have been kind of cool to get his first win, mm-hmm. you know, coaching the Huskers. 
it it looked to me watching that game, um, not a lot of great athletes, you know, in that game is kind of what what I saw. And like you, it was um, you can tell there's no preseason game. It's first game of the season. Yeah. And I like the I think the Nebraska quarterback. He's got a chance. Mm-hmm. Made some dumb plays, but I mean he can run, you know, and he's kind of their biggest weapon that they got, but they just on defense there's just not a lot of athletes on either team. Yeah, uh definitely not the prettiest game to watch. No. Uh both sides had their struggles offensively. Jeff Sims, the quarterback from Nebraska, had three interceptions. He had one in the end zone in the, oh, at the end of the first half. Right in that half. I mean, otherwise deadly. you're going in to get points and you're telling them. You know, I remember Lou Holtz always saying, you know, like he'd have the quarterback. Listen, we got three on the board. Don't take them off. You know, and and you got three on the board. You got three in your pocket. Yeah. Don't do something. And it was a dumb throw. It was. And because I, the, 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 if I'm not mistaken, wasn't the tight end open like right across the goal line? He was. And then he tried to throw it in the back. And I think that's who the defender left. I yeah. think he left the top the tight end to go to that to that backside wide receiver so nebraska falls early 13 to 10 to the gophers let's go out to utah where the utah utes took on the florida gators you don't usually see this type of matchup no uh at this point in the season but utah takes on the gators at home they defeat the gators 24 to 11 utah of course is the 14th ranked team in the nation right now uh they went out there and pretty much took it to the Gators. Gators, not a lot of offense to to mention. A lot of passing yards. Uh, Graham Mertz threw for over three three hundred yards, but not much to score. No, and and Utah was playing their backup quarterback, their stud starting quarterback yeah. was out. You know, because he tore the ACL at the end of the season. They're running a two year. quarterback system out there. Yeah, and I mean Florida, come on. I mean, I I, I was extremely disappointed in Florida's athleticism. That's what I, I'm, like, used to seeing, like, I mean, playing Florida, you always got good speed. Mm-hmm. Hey. And you know what? I was listening to uh, Mel and Dari last Saturday, and they had coaches on the hot seat in the SEC. Napier in year two. Yeah, those taking jobs like that is kind of a gift and a curse. Because if you're not going to win right away, man, yep. you're, you're looking over your shoulder. Uh, let's let's keep it going with college football. These conferences are just changing by the hour. Yeah. The ACC announces that they're adding Stanford, Cal, and SMU as new members in 2024. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm cool with Stanford. Cal, I mean, what do they bring into the table other than a really good school? Mm-hmm. You know, because um, they're not good in any sport. Education matters. I, I, I guess. I'm, I'm, yeah. <laughs> And then SMU, SMU's okay, you know, but um, Stanford's good in, you know, they're really good in everything. But I mean, Cordell, if you're North Carolina and, okay, this weekend we got to go play Stanford and Cal. I mean, financially, you know, fly because you're not flying out there for one game and then coming back. Yeah, You're playing Stanford, you're playing Cal, and maybe you're hitting SMU on the way back. But, I mean, logistically, it's going to be a nightmare. Well, that's what it's become. Same now. with the Big Ten. I was about to say, SC exactly. And- it's, 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 proximity is no longer uh, something that they look at when they're New. figuring out these conferences. It's, it's all, all about, about the, the money. money. Yeah, it's, it's all about the money. Last thing here on a sour note, uh, Hall of Famer Gail Brandt passed away yesterday at 91 years old, was an innovator in the scouting department. 
um, and all of all of the NFL mourned Gail Brandt's passing yesterday. Yeah, I, I was telling you, Cordy, I was listening to NFL radio. They, the whole day was spent, you know, on Gil. And I, I told Bob yesterday, I met Gil in 1983 when I was at University of Minnesota. I was a GA. And Gil Brandt was the most influential guy in college football. He knew everybody in his connection. If you wanted a job, Gil could get you a job. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, when Gil walked in and you were a GA, you know, you wanted to meet him and do all that. And Gil could get things done. Let me just say that. And then when I was at Notre Dame, Cordell, played in a bowl game, played in the Cotton Bowl, like Gil took me, like he was smart because he took like all the young guys. Like mm-hmm. I was a young, I was 23, 24, knowing that, you know, down the road, um, and Gil took us out to restaurant. You know, paid for everything for yeah. us and everything. I mean, that's the type. He knew everybody. Yeah, man, you could definitely feel his impact uh, throughout the league, and especially yesterday. So many people had a lot of good things to say about him. So condolences to his family and his friends as well. Coming up ne- next here on Vinny and Haney. Gotta get rid of them hiccups, man. man. The hiccups have been <laughs> killing me, bro. It's, and they just showed up in the last set in the last yeah. break. What I don't you know. Do hold your breath or something. I've been over here trying to do it. I I, I don't think that works anymore. I think Try it for five only minutes for and you'll kid. be fine. I, I, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Coming up next me and Norm. here on, on Vinny and Haney. Keith Cavanaugh from the Terrapin Times will join us to talk about the Terps. We mentioned some college football last night. The Terps taking on Towson this weekend. We'll talk to Keith Cavanaugh about that next here on The Fan. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The best Orioles coverage. The best Ravens coverage. The best Terps coverage. 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney back here on 105.7. The fan, Cordell Woodland, in for Bob here with Vinny Serrato. Quick draw McGraw behind the glass. We're going until 2 o'clock on this featured artist Friday where we'll be playing Beach Boys for the entire show. Today, keep the hits coming. Right now, we're joined by my guy Keith Cavanaugh from the Terrapin Times as the Terps football season gets underway tomorrow, taking on Towson at 3.30 out at College Park. What's going on, Keith? Hey, good morning, guys. Happy holiday weekend. Where's Haney tailgating out in the Maryland lots already this morning? <laughs> Haney is uh, he's off today. I know he was getting his tires changed. Ooh, very exciting Friday Labor Day activity. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure he's enjoying that. And I'm sure he'll be enjoying the Terps game tomorrow when they get back yeah. on the field. And keep this is a team that's coming off back-to-back years of bowl wins. Uh, Mike, Mike Loxley, he was hired to kind of turn this program around. Yeah. And to this point... That's what they have done. What are your expectations for this Terps team this year? Considering not too long ago, Loxley was saying that he feels like they're ready to start contending for championships. Yeah, I mean, it's year five. I was talking to Mike last night on a segment, and it's uh, time to take the next step because you've won seven, you've won eight, you have a very favorable schedule. There's no reason they can't get off to a seven and one start if they can go up week four mm. and take down Michigan State out there, which yeah. right now they're the favorite to win that. 
However, you know, you got the quarterback for one more year. You got to make hay, favorable schedule, um, skill positions galore, receivers, running backs, tight ends. The front seven, I think defensively, is playing a lot sounder, better fit, better gaps, smarter, faster, getting more pressure. But again, in the trenches, you're replacing seven of nine starters. You've lost two O-linemen to the NFL ranks, Anderson and um, Jalen are still on rosters. You lost two first-rounders in the secondary. Uh, but they added some great portal guys. Um, but you have these three games now to figure out the biggest issue, the offensive lineman, as we discussed. And as you probably know, Locks did not release a depth chart this week. Locks mm-hmm. would not say who his starting um, group on the offensive line is. But 70 or 80% of it is D2 or NAIA or portal transfer type guys who you hope come up here and overachieve last year's group did have two NFL guys, but that group with Duncan vastly underachieved for the last four years and could have been much better. So we'll see if this group, both offensive and defensive lines totally overhauled, but all the other positions uh, you're set uh, with the exception of kicker, Jack Howes, the, you know, the, the walk on has really never been a big game situation. So we'll see how that goes, but to schedule these first three, Take care of business and then go win one on the road like you're supposed to. You know, you've got to go out there and beat some people you're not supposed to, win some road games, and get this thing going and fill the stadium back up again. Keith, what do you think of Towson? And then how many people are going to be at the game tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, with the holiday weekend, Vinny, with the students still kind of fickle, even though they came back to class Monday. Um, You know, the weather should be nice. Maybe they'll have 31 or 32. I mean, this is the cheapest season ticket package in 25 years. I think you can get a season ticket package for $99. So maybe in the low 30s, but Shinnick has proved he can do it. D2 champ. Uh, He's only got 11 starters back. There's still questions about who the starting quarterback would be coming in. They have a 3-4 defense, and they run an air raid offense, so they're going to try to light it up. They have some skill on the perimeter with some big wideouts. They have a couple edge guys um, uh, defensively, and they have five 300-pound linemen. So uh, this will be a great test. Tomorrow's starting five on the O-line for Maryland may not be the following week or may not be the week after. But clearly he's not not releasing the depth chart because he's scared about Towson revealing who his depth is, or Charlotte for that matter, or even UVA for that matter, who's down this year. There are some injuries, guys. There will be some guys missing the game tomorrow. Has Locks disclosed them? Of course not. But, you know, no catastrophic camp injuries, but a few guys will miss tomorrow, and there could be one or two season-enders that did happen during the year, but they were not starters. So uh, we'll see come 3.30 tomorrow. We're talking to Keith Cavanaugh from the Terrapin Times. It's Vinny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan. And, Keith, this wide receiver room has been one of the bright spots for Maryland the last few years, really for a while now. And we know they lost Rakim to the draft, uh, well, to the NFL, I should say, Dante Demas to the NFL as well, Jacob Copeland. Also, you still got guys like Jayshon Jones, who I've always been intrigued by, but Jayshon (laughs) has been, you know, the health issue has been a problem for him. Can Jayshon take that next step? This year, yes, six-year guys really emerged as a leader finally after six years. Remember, in the early years, all the late hits and cheap shots is what held him back. Mm-hmm. He kept getting flagged at very, uh, 
very uh, key points in games that were very debilitating for the team. But he's matured up a lot. But Caden Prather coming down from West Virginia. Tyrese Chambers also from the portal. Ty Felton, Jay Sean. Don't forget Octavian Smith, who's great on the return game. Um, you know, it goes on and on. Leon Houghton. Um, and then Ramon Brown, the true sophomore running backs, had a great camp. Shalik Knotts, the true sophomore receiver. And I like how they filled in at the tight end spot. Tight end will be needed to both be a move guy and a block guy, given the offensive line. But Corey Deitches has stepped up. Preston Howard from McDonough. Um, so a lot of young guys, a lot of portal guys, new names and faces to familiarize with. But they picked, you know, they got some plug-and-play guys via the portal, like Loxley does every year. They have a, a local four-star DN recruit coming in this weekend from Concordia Prep. Um, and uh, Maryland leads for him, Ernest Willor, uh, 6'5", 250, um, Concordia Prep over in Townsend. You know, a handful of recruits, but a lot of them have their own games and whatnot. But um, they're in a good position there. Still 19 commits, uh, 42nd in the country. That needs to get better. But there aren't a lot of other uh, DMB guys left. Uh, beyond Jalen Harvey, uh, the four-star DN from Quince Orchard, where it's Penn State 1A, Maryland 1B right now. But get off to a good start. Get off to that 4-0 start. We know they're not going to beat Ohio State out there, but could you be 7-1 and and going into the Penn State game here in a couple months or so? Very well. If this team is truly on the ascent, this program is on the ascent, Leah takes the next step. They kind of stay injury-free at some of these key spots. But we have to see what uh, what's going to happen in the trenches. It's all a mystery still, and he's still trying to cobble together the best rotation with chemistry and whatnot. Keith, what's up with the recruiting coordinator? Yeah, he just, um, you know, Gerald Smoke Dixon, he just quit last week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, a week before the season, we broke that a few days ago. Right. Um, he had been here for one year. I think he's moved back to Nashville where his family was. Remember, he went to Paint Branch High School. He verbally committed way – we're going back in time travel machine here. Uh, 20 years, some odd years ago, verbally committed to Maryland, uh, but then reneged and went down to uh, Alabama. But, um, you know, with official visits starting and all – yeah, <laughs> and ongoing, it's not uh, ideal. You know, he had replaced Scott Chadwick, who went back down to coach high school ball in North Carolina – so I'm sure one of uh, Smoke Dixon, his nickname Smoke. Um, I'm sure Smoke one of his. Yeah, I'm sure one of his, um, you know, assistants has slid into that spot as a placeholder. But Locks, you know, is always very involved with recruiting, so uh, they'll have to find someone else. But that was an abrupt, strange, out of left field, quit the, you know, ten days before the season um, uh, starts, and um, yeah, they got to finish this class strong. Try to flip a couple of these um, local elite. DMB guys who are committed elsewhere already, like D.D. Holmes from DeMatha, uh, Aaron Childs from Good Council, um, you know, Cam Jones is still out there from St. Mary's Riken. You know, they got to, they got to, you know, as we discussed last year, Maryland signed two of the top 20 players in state. That's got to change. Okay. Now it's they do well. the money. The, it's all, they yeah, can't get the yeah. four and five stars, Keith, because the NIL, I promise you. Well, they're about to – don't tell anyone I told you this. No one's listening right now, right? No. They're about to uh, unveil a new um, NIL collaborative, a national, uh, like, mega group who's going to come in and help flesh out all of Maryland sports NIL. Now, there are already six or seven different um, NIL 
consortiums or whatever groups out there doing this for that team, that for the team, but they're going to have a new national entity. I think they'll announce that by the end of uh, the month or so that's going to come in and, you know, you know, boost that up big time as far as their national profile and getting bigger. I mean, I just, you know, last week we saw Peloton signed with Michigan um, NIL for all the kids and, and stuff and equipment, Bose speakers, did a huge deal with Penn State, rowback clothing with Penn State and UVA. So they need some big fish like that. They have a nice contingent of local businesses and whatnot doing dribs and drabs NILs, but they need some big national corporate players to jump in, make a big splash announcement, and uh, keep building on that with a national collaborative like this. Hopefully we'll know uh, soon more news on that. Keith, great stuff as always, man. Appreciate you making some time for us today. Enjoy the weekend of football and the holiday weekend as a whole. Oh, my pleasure, guys. You too. Take care. All right, Keith. Coming up next here on Vinny and Haney, we'll take a quick trip through the fun house with Quick Draw McGraw next here on The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. As Hyder would say, the Bobster and the Vin Man. I like our guys. Vinny and Haney. 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haney back here on 105.7 The Fan. Cordell Woodland in for Bob here with Vinny Serrato. Quick draw McGraw on this featured artist Friday. We're playing the Beach Boys. Up until 2 o'clock today, where Inside Access will take over right here on The Fan. Let's, it sounds like a perfect time to take a trip through the Fun House with Quick Draw. Quick Draw's Fun House. The rudeness, tuneness text reader. Who's the fastest gun alive? This side of the Chesapeake. Sponsored by the Smile Design Center. Changing the way you feel about dentistry one smile at a time. For information or to schedule an appointment for care, give them a call today. 443-348-8812. I like that quick draw. 105.7 The Fan. Well, as you can imagine, a lot here on the Ravens. We'll start with this texter who says, Josh Johnson's career is such a mystery to me. How can you be so competent to learn playbooks that quickly, uh, stick around the league this long, but never with one team for more than a year? One-year contracts and kind of like a hired backup. And I'm guessing, and I don't know Josh Johnson, but I'm guessing that he's super smart and he's great in the meeting rooms and stuff and he's great with a young quarterback or, you know, like a me he's he's a great backup. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's the type of guy that he is. I think, you know, reminds me of like Steve Bono was that for a long time. You know, for us and you know, he was he was our third team quarterback behind Montana and Young and then Bono. But I mean, he was always like good, you know, he knew his role. Right. And I think that's why Josh Johnson right. can stick cuz he knows his role 
and doesn't cause any problems. And he's a good leader, and you know, and he helps. You can't overstate what it means to have good energy in your locker room. Yep. And, and like you said, he, he knows his role. He's not in there trying to compete for any, you right. know, trying to take anybody's job. Uh, he's there to help. And it is something to be said to the Texas point. This dude has been in the league as long as he has, has been in all these different types of offenses and has been able to kind of pick up these. Oh, he's been asked to, he's been thrown into regular season games off short notice, probably more than any other NFL quarterback that I can think of. And to me, it just tells you that he's super smart. Yeah. Uh, this one here says, uh, it's from John, says, overall, how do you feel about the run stopping ability of the Ravens defensive line right now? I think it's going to be outstanding. It was just with Pierce and Travis Jones and my two inside linebackers. I mean, I'll be disappointed if anybody rushes for over 100 yards. I think they should be one of the better run defenses in the league. And the other reason why they're going to be a good run defense, because at least early on, because of your corners and your pass rush, people are going to throw it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel a lot better about their run defense now that Jadavian Clowney is a part of the team. That no helps a lot Yep. Uh, because I wasn't sure what it's what it was going to look like without Calais. Everybody has kind of brushed off the Calais loss, and I'm not doing it just yet. Uh, we saw last year what it looked like for them stopping the run when Calais wasn't on the field. It wasn't great, and they're pretty much going out there this year with the same guys they had in that front last year outside of Clowney. Clowney boosts my optimism about them stopping the run, but I will say it, it's something that I'm looking for at the start of the year to see how how that looks. I oh. just think with those, because the inst- I mean, they got the bodies. I'll give you yeah. that. They definitely I got mean, the bodies. Roquan is so instinctive. Yeah. So instinctive on the inside runs and stuff. You know, I just think that I think they're going to be excellent stopping a run. Was it 2021 where they were technically the best run defense in the league, but because the secondary was so banged up, like you said, Vinny, everyone was just throwing the ball 60 times a game? I mean, it was... Well, usually, usually one way or the other, like everybody said, oh, they got a great run defense. Yeah, that's because of ranked last right. and pass. <laughs> uh, speaking of the defense overall, this texture says, if Mike McDonald can keep this defense afloat without Marlon Humphrey and an established pass rush, It'll be a miracle. In today's NFL, those are the two most essential parts of a defense. Well, I agree. I think he's going to have to play. He's going to have to pick and choose when he plays man coverage Mm -hmm. because they don't have, right now, they don't have a bunch of great man guys. You know, and that's why I keep saying that Queen and Hamilton, and you know, and they're going to have to do a lot of, all right, if your guys can't win by themselves on the outside, at least early on, so what do you got to do? You got to stunt them. You got to twist. You know, you got to create, you know, like um, what I say about like Wink used to like Wink aided sacks. Mm-hmm. Wink created sacks mm-hmm. for guys, you know, to get advantages. That may have to be what they do this year. I mean, at look, least initially, because week one, I mean, look, they, we don't expect that they'll have too much of an issue against the Texans, but you never know how these things will go. It's week one, new court, new coach, new quarterback, a lot of new in Houston uh, this year. But that Bengals one, Ooh. yeah, we could talk about the scheme and all of that, but you need somebody that can guard those receivers out there. And right now, I don't trust many of the corners that they have to be able to guard. I mean, Marlon, you know, Marlon has had his struggles guarding guys like Chase, Jamar Marlon Chase. Marlon struggled guarding Zay Flowers. Yeah, I mean, I, I I, just don't have high hopes for the rest of the guys when it comes to trying to guard those Bengals wide receivers. 
And one more here, Texter says, I've seen some people saying that James Prochet just needs a change of scenery, could catch on elsewhere, but if he couldn't find his way in a weaker Ravens depth chart the past couple years, I don't really see where he fits in with someone else. Uh, he can't play teams, which kills him, you know, because then, you know, you got to be one of the top four receivers. And he, he what a... What does he bring? I don't. Nobody assigned him, right? I, I haven't think seen he's gonna, anybody yeah, sign him yet. I think he's going to be out there for a while. I mean, he does nothing that makes me say I got to have this guy. There's nothing, you know. What attribute do you love with him, Cordell? He's got some quickness. He's got some hands. quickness. His hands are there at times, and at times they're not. Uh, yeah, I think he does get into his own head a little bit if he has a he, couple of he negative plays. Too many plays. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I think it'll pile up on him. But I, I do think he has some – it's something there with Prochet. I'm not going to sit here and act like I was never intrigued by James Prochet because I was. I, I do think the offense that he was in with the Roman with the Roman offense definitely is tough for him to show any uh, – we didn't see many wide receivers show anything in the Roman era. And then, you know, last year is just – Still in the Roman era, but he got an opportunity to play. That's on him. You know, he didn't really take advantage of the opportunity that was put in front of him last year. But I do think a change of scenery, we've seen it help other players. Like, I, I, I see what the texter is saying. He didn't really show anything here. But I, I, we've seen it happen for other guys to where they go somewhere else, get a boost of confidence from a coaching staff, new teammates. It might be good for him. Yeah. And, but he's got to get picked up me, for that to happen. Right. The, the biggest thing, like, look at Wallace. Like right. he, he got flourished yeah. under Todd Munkin mm-hmm. and, and the offense. And yeah. he's a great cover guy. He's one of their best special teams yep. guy. And Prochet can't do any of that. No, no, he can't. Coming up next here on Vinny and Haney, we'll keep it going with the Ravens. Get you some news from the Nest. Odell Beckham. He spoke with one Rich Eisen yesterday on the Rich Eisen Show. We'll play you some of that audio next here on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law